aloha everybody and welcome to the live streaming chat <clears throat> hopefully i will see a few of you get on here pretty soon um once you're on just go ahead and write me a comment and let me know that you're on there is some stuff that i wanted to cover and you'll have to excuse me if I have a cough. I know that that can be really annoying if you have a cough. Um, but I'm still kind of got a lot of stuff going on and I'm still trying to get rid of. <clears throat> so I may have a few little things going on here or there. And also, um, since I haven't had time to do the podcast this week on the energy report I'm going to go over that a little bit because there's been a lot going on with the energy stuff. Hi, Patty. Can you hear me okay? Hi, Holly. Let me know if you can hear me. I always want to make sure my audio is working. Um, so I've actually done live streaming before where my audio was not working at all. And then people are like, I can't hear you. I assume you would tell me that, however. Um, that being said, I have my other computer over here on the side, and so I'm going to be going through because I try to answer. I'm going to be, um, thank you, Patty. I'm going to be asking, or, or um, 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 a lot of ums today. I'm going to be answering your questions, but I also want to address some of the stuff that's been going on in the group that I felt like needed to be addressed more. So that being said, if you have questions, feel free to go ahead and just post them on the chat starting now because then I'm going to come around and come back to those questions. Also, whether you're watching this live or whether you're watching it recorded or whatever, I think if I think Lydia told me in order to get the notification and Lydia will have to probably post this for you or maybe one of you guys know that's in the group or that's on right now, I think that there's something that you have to click to be notified if when I go live. And so that's something that a lot of people missed last time and they were really bummed because they had questions that they wanted to ask. And so I feel like definitely try to find that notification thing for when I go live so that you can be notified. Okay, so I'm gonna start out, Kelly, I see that you're on here, McPherson, and I'm going to start out with this one because I felt like this needed to be addressed a little bit more. And in fact, um, I probably should do a podcast on this because it makes a lot of sense. So if you guys are not familiar with which uh, comment I'm talking with, talking about with Kelly, I'm going to just reiterate some of it. I'll, I'll probably sum it up a little bit. I learned, she said she wanted some advice, learned here about um, the psychic, the code of ethics basically and psychic abilities and about sharing a message and not losing sleep over it. So basically, if someone, if you felt like someone was going to pass, if I remember correctly, that was the one that you had, Kelly. Yeah, I had a dream about a year ago about my, it looks like brother-in-law having depression over a fight with his girlfriend contemplating suicide this would take place two years from now and the message um, is to remind him uh, that he's never alone etc etc basically you chose to share the message <clears throat> and there was two things I wanted to talk about on this one it, and then if I remember correctly on this the wife or the girlfriend or whoever it was got very upset and said that you shouldn't have shared that information Okay, so there's two things going on. One, I want to talk about the code of ethics. And two, I want to talk about your vibration and what you're aligning with, which is, I think, what I wanted to talk about on this live streaming thing. I'm going to talk about the alignment first because I don't want to forget about it, and I think it's very important. When you start developing your psychic abilities and you start become, becoming familiar uh, with your gifts and how the, everything works, one of the things that ha happens is you align with different frequencies. And so what I mean by that is not everybody is going to have the same gifts, number one, which you already know. But when you start to develop the skill, you become, I would say, comfortable with a certain frequency or drawn to a certain frequency. And 
there are different levels of frequencies that you could be drawn to or, um, you know, align with. That could be like animal energy. It could be uh, it, by animal energy live or not alive. You could be aligning with crossover energy, which means anything that um, where you can potentially align with information where someone's going to pass. Uh, you could align with, and this doesn't, I don't mean necessarily anybody in the group, but you, you need to be aware of this because it's something that I have seen often. There are readers and people who also align with negative energy. And when they align with negative energy, any energy that you start aligning your abilities with, it's like you're taking, imagine it like you're, you know, the old phone uh, systems where you'd have the operator would have the headset on and then it pl plug you into this person, that person or whatever. When you develop your abilities, you will plug in to different frequencies. So if you are comfortable or have developed enough of your ability towards like a negative um, frequency, you're automatically going to plug into that all the time. And two reasons that that would happen, and Kelly, not that you're doing this, but I'm, I need to use this for an example because <clears throat> I've had people ask me this question, and as you guys are developing your abilities, I want you to know that if you start aligning with negative things that you're seeing, and again, this is a little bit different in your situation, but just in general, in class for all the students, if you start aligning with negative information or things that you're not comfortable seeing or you don't want to see, two things are either happening. One, you're kind of creating a bond with a more negative frequency. And what I mean by that is you're, you're plugging in consistently. You're consistently plugging in. You feel it. Negative energy can tend to be easier to recognize sometimes because we're used to that in the physical realm. You're used to the feeling. And negative energy can have more of a cutting edge to it. It can feel like stronger in a more like cutting edge way, which is a little bit weird. And so sometimes it's easier to recognize. And then so people go, oh, yeah, this is a thing. And then they move towards that thing. And then they're going, oh, I'm getting information here. And then they plug into it, if that makes sense. So it's it's harder for people when they're kind of moving from the physical to the spiritual for them to wrap their head around um, more positive energy and then positive outcomes because they, they, I find that they start questioning themselves a lot. And for whatever reason, for some time, sometimes people find it interesting or they find it maybe necessary or whatever to try to warn people of bad things. So for whatever reason, they start thinking that's maybe what they should use their gifts for. And so they continue to plug into anything that they would want to warn people about. And so it can become habit. It can become the easiest way to develop your abilities sometimes because you're used to the negative frequency in the physical world and or it can be because your own frequency is low. Now, I highly suggest if that starts happening to you, you become aware of it and make a conscious choice to go, you know what, I don't want to tune into this negative stuff because number one, it's not helpful usually to other people. Any readers who have a negative tone or tendency or, or they tend to naturally tune into negative stuff, People are not very, even though that people like to talk about negativity, they are super not open to hearing about it in their life. It scares the heck out of them. It lowers their vibration. It makes them feel crappy. There's nothing about delivering negative information that is usually helpful to a client. It makes them feel very anxious. They don't, they feel like they have no control over what's going on. Um, they get physical symptoms sick to their stomach. They will worry. They potentially can manifest even if you're not right. So this is an all-around not great thing, if you ask me, to be. And it's something that I think that you should be very aware of because it's not useful 
if you want to become a reader. It's just, it's, it's just not useful. Um, if you ask me, it's also not useful for your own benefit because then you're training yourself to tune into negative vibrations, which means you are then drawing negative vibes in, which means you are then having that thought process process of uh, the negative frequency, which means you are then going to align with manifesting negativity. So there's a whole bad thing for me. I feel like I would not like my students to do that. Now, there's that aspect of it. In another aspect where somebody is seeing something and they are maybe seeing someone crossing over or like Kelly did where she was, you know, she had very good intentions. She was trying to prevent something. Two things. One is if you see something like that and someone has not necessarily come to you and asked you specifically about it, you absolutely can be breaking the code of ethics. Absolutely. Because to transfer that type of information, somebody needs to be open to wanting to know about it for whatever reason. So you place a very heavy responsibility on other people if you say, hey, I had a dream about somebody and I'm usually pretty right and I'm seeing potentially a suicide. That creates the heaviest weight on the people around them that they are probably not capable of carrying for however many years. That is putting somebody in a very, very horrible situation. And truth be told, most of those events if you see that and it does transpire you're probably most likely not going to be able to interject into having that turn out differently what i suggest during that time is to not be asked not to be shown anything that you cannot do anything about <clears throat> number one because now you have weight on you the other people have weight on them etc if you were to see something like that and you wanted to, you're like, well, I don't feel like good if I don't, you know, at least try to do something about the stuff that I'm seeing. What you would have to probably do at that point is kind of have a mental note in the back of your head, which you would, and then kind of be checking on that person. And then at any point in time, just being like, hey, just checking up on you. How are you doing? You know, offering them love and support and an opportunity to talk to you and watch for any signs or signals that you would potentially have to intervene. But if you did potentially have to intervene, it might be with like maybe those calls where you do to a psychiatric place or you know an ambulance or whatever. But putting that weight on other people, it's I in the, personally in the industry have seen a lot of readers put that kind of weight on other people and it literally can break them in a way that is so sad. It, I, I've watched people leave readers where they have such a heavy heart or they've come to me and said, I've been carrying this around for two years. It's really bothering me. It's very, it, it can alter people's life in a way that you, there's irresponsibility attached to that. And simply for some weird reason, Everybody believes anybody who says that they're psychic. You can be very psychic or just say you're psychic or whatever. And if you say anything like that, that you have any kind of gift, and then you turn around and tell them anything negative that could potentially impact their life in a heavy way, number one, that is responsibility that you have to take on, and, and you need to be very responsible with your gift, number one. Number two whether they say they believe you or not, in my um, experience, they absolutely just believe you. Like, I could tell anybody anything as weird as that is, and I swear they would believe me. Of course, I have a lot of legitimate stuff out there, but it, it's not, that's always kind of bothered me as a psychic, that everybody just would believe anything a psychic says. You have to always use your own intuition. But if you're if you are the psychic, you are the reader, and you are delivering this information, most likely you're dealing with somebody who's not tuned into their intuition. Do you see what I mean? 
So I felt very strongly about this, this area and using your gifts and what you're using them for. And here's my personal philosophy. So this might have taken up a lot of our live streaming time. So again, make sure that you're asking questions if you have them. I know I have a few other questions in here. I take my responsibility as a reader extremely seriously. And I learned very young that it did, when I would go to the fairs, when I would be with colleagues and I would see other people read people negatively, I just knew to the bottom of my soul, I was never gonna be one of those people. Because every time somebody would read somebody negatively, I could always, always see a positive aspect to what these people were seeing. And I thought to myself, why? Why would they concentrate on the negative? I don't understand because there's actually this good thing and this good thing and all these cool things that could happen. But then I started realizing, oh, they like to align with the negative. They like to align with that aspect of themselves. They like to, in, but I would see these after effects of these people and it was horrible. And I wanted to be a reader that when somebody left my care and my trust, that I left them feeling better than they did before they came. That is the sign of a healer. A healer is somebody who leaves somebody feeling better when they left your presence than before they came. Somehow you've, you've made them feel lighter, you've made them have hope, you've made them feel like they can see a light at the end of the tunnel, you make them feel like they have support in some way, that there's, there, there's always a positive side. I wanna leave people feeling good about my interaction with them, and especially I want them to feel good, and I wanna feel good about why I have this gift. I have this gift to enhance people's lives. Just think about it. To bring such heavy negativity, what is that gonna do? How is that gonna help? I, you know, it, it, it's mind boggling to me that people do that. Now, if you are one, however, which I think that Kelly, you might be in that, none of that was directed towards you, but you had um, stemmed a very great conversation. And I, I, I appreciate you, Kelly, for that because I feel like so connected to this question. Um, now, some readers do align with crossover energy. And if you are one of those people who align with crossover energy, you absolutely have a place. And you can help people cross over, you can help them um, during grieving times, you can help loved ones who are grieving, uh, you can help help them actually cross during that time, after they've crossed, if they're stuck somewhere, after they've crossed to bridge the gap with uh, grieving. Like there's so much good that you can do with aligning with crossover energy. And from what I've understood about you, Kelly, is, is you have a special gift of being able to align with crossover energy. So um, I would take that energy, that gift, and I would use that to and really help heal and enhance people's lives who, and help them understand um, how to heal from the perception and, and the energetic loss, because there is an energetic shift. When somebody crosses over everybody, even in my field, they always say, okay, um, now, I take it a little bit differently because I can still feel them on the other side and my senses are very, very strong. But when somebody moves their energy from physical energy in the physical world to the spiritual world and spiritual energy, there is an energetic loss that you feel and it feels like you're missing a piece of you somehow. And what happens is your frequency then has to adjust. It's kind of like if you were to pull a piece of your DNA away. Although that sounds weird, so maybe it's not. But, okay, so let's just assume that you're dealing with like 10 uh, energetic frequencies that make up your energetic bubble, right? And then somebody passes. Now we have to remove one of those frequencies or a part of a frequency. Now your frequency don't feel the same as it did before. You have to then learn to adjust and be okay with this new vibe. 
And that's what happens during the grieving process as people's frequencies are now adjusting. They feel like it's the loss of the physical person and absolutely it will be the loss of not being able to do that. But one of the things that people don't realize is they were so energetic that they forget that there was a piece of energy that was no longer connected in the same way. The physical energy that that person brought to them is now released and moved. And now it, it changes to a spiritual energy and that even can plug into them, but the weights are different. And I'll get into the spirit communication class talking more about the weights of energy, but the weights feel differently. Even if they feel familiar, they feel differently. <clears throat> um, so it looks like I have some questions here. And I'm going to get into those. And then I have a few on here on, uh, I have my computer over here too. So I have some of those and definitely keep posting because I want to make sure I get to these. Holly says, have you ever told anyone that they don't have gifts or they're wrong on what that they think that they have? Okay. I like this question because a couple different things, everybody pretty much, like I said, is born with now, this is the tricky thing. Everyone's born with psychic senses, right? Spiritual senses, just like you have your physical senses. Um, and not everyone's born an empath. So let, we want to make sure that everybody's clear on that. And they're not born with having the same senses, the same uh, gifts, right? So you don't ever really have to tell anybody that they don't have any senses. In fact, I, or gifts, I find myself telling more people that come up to me and go, even my brother, my brother, for some reason, he's in the same DNA line as me. He absolutely has these gifts. I mean, he is the biggest skeptic you've ever seen. It's hysterical. He never makes fun of me or anything, but it is so funny to me that he just denies that he has these. So I actually am the opposite. I more tell people who are skeptics when they just keep going and I'll be like, I don't know why you think that because you do this and you do this and you do this and you do this and you know that that's not a regular ability, right? And they'll, they have such a hard time denying it because they know they just don't want to admit it or something freaks them out. So I find myself doing that more than I do the other thing. That being said, um, if I were to tell somebody that they were wrong in the gifts that they think that they have, which I have seen before, I wouldn't necessarily say, oh, no, you don't have claircognizance. You're, you're not a medium. Um, because I don't feel like that's useful necessarily because if you're really working on your gifts, you can develop a lot of different areas. I will look deeper in to what so see, this is where my psychic senses come in. I will actually look deeper into the reasoning behind that they want to develop their abilities and what the, it would be connected to. So like, let's say somebody wants to be a medium. There's usually a reason behind they want to be a medium. They either feel a very strong urge to connect with people who are crossing over. Um, they want to heal somehow. There's something, there's some reason behind that, why that's of interest to them. Because other people, they're just like, no, no, uh-uh. I do not want to see spirits. I do not want to hear them. I literally had people tell me that on the phone. I absolutely, no way. And the funny thing is the people who usually tell me that are the ones that can actually see spirits. So um, I will usually redirect their focus. And that's, it's an easy thing to do. And once you get them aligning with what their real gifts are, they start feeling like proud of that. They start being like feeling confident in that. And then it's like, they're kind of like kids. And then that they go, Oh yeah, I, de I definitely have that. And in, I've been in the industry for so long. I have really cool reasonings for you to have every single gift that you have. Like I can find the coolness in every one and be like, wow, do you know what you can use this for? Because I'm excited about all the gifts and I know that people can use them for really fantastic things. So I will take that person's specific ability and their specific drive and passion and I will combine the two together and align them on that path, if that makes sense. So I don't necessarily have to go at it saying, well, you know, you don't have that gift. Um, the only time that I will do something like that, now that I'm backtracking and kind of thinking, 
it's not usually when they have gifts that they're just being regular gifts. I do realize, Holly, now that I've said that, that I, if somebody starts getting in my groups where they start, they're pretty sure that they have a gift, and I can tell you almost always they're ones that I have to do this with. They'll be ones that connect with the negative and the dark side, and they're pretty sure that they have learned all this stuff that they've seen in movies, um, possession type things. Um, I will just, again, politely redirect them and say, you have inaccurate information. Um, that's not what you're seeing. You're seeing X, Y, Z. So I guess I would do some corrections in the knowledge that they have. So I'm not really sure what, what you're talking about. So some people in a positive manner will come and say, hey, um, I think I'm claircognizant or I'm clairvoyant or whatever. And then I'll say, okay, well, cool. Tell me more. Um, that type of thing. But sometimes I will have people post things in my group that I'll be like, yeah, this person has no idea, no training. Um, their knowledge is off. Uh, they are not who they think that they are. And then I still try to politely just say, you know what? You don't quite have all the info here. And this is more like this. I guess you guys have seen me in the groups talking about that. So <clears throat> it is basically... Uh, okay, basically calling out frauds and scammers. So, Holly, like, I, I'm, I'm just curious because we've been talking about this now. Tell me, like, for instance, of why you would want to call out a fraud or a scammer. For me personally, I'm very protective of my groups. Um, and I'm very protective of the people in my circle. So in my Keys to Spirit World group, or my empower, or Empath University, however, we don't hardly see it in Empath University. If somebody I feel like is being fraudulent or a scammer, which I don't think that those anybody in my group's necessarily done that, I think that they've like intentionally to um, misguide people or like to get something for their benefit. I think they do it because they really think that they're, aligned, I don't know, aligned with dark stuff or whatever the case may be. So in those instances, because I'm so protective, then yes, I will shut you down. But if I'm at a party or a social event, or I just see somebody posting something in another thing on Facebook or Instagram, which probably wouldn't happen because I'm never on there, I could care. I just, I, I'm not going to call anybody out because I just, that's not my focus and that's not where I want to spend my time or my energy um, my time and commitment is spent to my people in my groups. Anybody who listens to uh, my stuff and who wants to be guided by um, my knowledge, then I'm then that's where I will be like, no, and then I'll remove them from the group. That's what I'll do. So, um, so I feel like some people embellish or even create or even lie to create fear for money. Oh, people do it all the time, and then they'll tell you to come back to them and whatever. But I guess I feel like you really, there shouldn't be any reason that you'd be talking to these people because number one, Holly, I know your gifts are high. Um, and number two, you don't really need to go see anybody like that. Um, if somebody asked you about it and said, hey, what about so-and-so? Then yeah, tell them how you feel about it. I'll tell, if somebody asks me, I'll be like, well, there. in fact, there's a very um, reputable or reputable psychic uh, on Oahu who likes to need, uh, read negatively, but it's part of the culture that she grew up in. And I have a lot of people come to me and say, you know, I've been read by so-and-so and what do you think of them? And I'm like, eh, well, you know, the, the part of, I, I hear a lot of not great things and it's kind of in the culture of where this person's from. And, um, that's not what I align with. So, you know, I, it's just kind of up to you. I don't like to spend, my friends have told me, things and ask to so they tell you stuff like they're trying to be psychic I guess I'm wondering um you know I just I don't know I I don't like to I, I just ignore people like because I've actually had people I've read people I've had readings with people that are in my industry too and a lot of them went really good and then I've had a few people I want I was at a psychic fair 
or no, I was doing the spiritual guru stuff and there were some psychics at the place. And for some reason there were some psychics that came up. They didn't even know I was psychic because I was selling products and they were very defensive about their gifts. And I thought <laughs> it was so weird. I'm just like, okay, this isn't, the they found out I was psychic and I was thinking, and they were like, well, I do readings too. Well, you, oh yeah, I have lots of clients. Well, I, and I was thinking to myself, this is not a contest. I don't, I don't, care. I don't care. Like whatever, great. I'm happy for you and nice to meet you, but I just, I'm not in competition with anybody. So it's weird. Um, Nisi, wow. I was having a conversation this morning about not relaying negative information, especially the information this, um, that is out of control of the person you're reading for. The fact that that this has come up has made me feel positive about being headed in the right direction. That is really good, Nisi, because um, again, for you guys in the class, I just, I have a very strong moral policy against delivering negativity. I, I literally do not get it. I don't, I feel like it's so irresponsible as a reader. And it, it, I, I get very passionate about this subject because I've been around so many readers that relay negative information and I've seen the effects and to me I feel like you're not taking your gifts seriously and you, they're not looking past that little reading they want to wow these people they want to go oh my gosh that happens oh my gosh really they want to be like the wow factor and then they don't take into consideration any long-term damage they do and I think that's just just ridiculous um, so I'm gonna get into a few more questions here that I and then we're gonna talk about the energy and if you have any questions, now's the time to post them because we're getting towards the end here. Um, oh, Holly said about people trying to tell them that there's evil in their home and would take money to remove. I don't agree. Okay, yes, that's just ridiculous. Um, I, I, I hear that a lot. And usually by the time people come to me, they'll be like, what do you see? And I'll be like, well, that's just that's ridiculous. Like, I don't see this. I see something entirely different. And the funny thing is a lot of people just like, um, I'm surprised at what Christy says on this, this thing, because a lot of people, if they hear things or see things immediately, they go, Oh my gosh, that's, it's, it's poltergeist, right? Yeah. So I have been in the industry so long. The amount of times you'll see something seriously negative is regarding to a house or evil in someone's home is, you guys probably won't even encounter it in your lifetime. It's it's super, super rare. Um, I have, but like I do it all the time. I've been doing this forever, right? So Christy says, I had to share, as this does not happen, or maybe it's beginning to, it's beginning to. In bed this morning, alarm goes off, snooze for five more minutes, turn over from the door. Suddenly I hear a female child's voice say, Dad. Thought it was my daughter. She would stand by the door, both, um, Looked at the doorway, basically nothing was there. A few minutes later, daughter comes in the kitchen, says, um, basically they asked if it was a daughter. She says, no, Claire audience is not one of my stronger gifts at this point. Thought it was very cool. Christy, sounds like you actually, if, if it's kind of becomes a similar type of, uh, like dad or mom, like it's, they're similar voices, similar commands or different things like that. This type of thing sounds like a portal. And so I used to live by somewhere that had a portal and we would hear kids laughing all the time. And a portal would be an area that is, it's usually a circled area or a tunnel. Actually, there's one in this house, right? Along this back wall that you can't see on the other side of this wall, there's a whole tunnel portal. Um, and so you can, it's almost like if you're putting your ear up to a wall and you you can hear through this cup, you know, the cup thing, you can hear stronger or you can hear better or like whatever than, you, than just being in the room. It's like you're plugging into something at the portal. So uh, words and clairaudient type stuff can come through stronger at a portal. And so usually they'll be in the same area and they won't move. So like I said, this one portal here is on this area of the house. Uh, the one that I lived at last was in a very specific area outside my, our bedroom. Um, so Christy, you'll notice that that's probably always happening at a very specific area of your house. And that's what a portal is. And it, um, it's totally cool. You don't want to necessarily stop it or close it. 
along the lines of what Holly says, um, you know, some people will be like, oh my gosh, close the portal, right? Why? It'll just open somewhere else and it's not causing any issues. So um, that's okay. And <laughs> Patty says that stuff's ridiculous. So what Holly said, can others buy osmosis be able to hear, smell, or feel what we do? Stacy, I don't know what you mean by, by osmosis. Can you explain that? And then I'll try to answer that. Um, Holly, I've been told I have evil in my base. <laughs> that is definitely a scary movie, right? I have evil in my basement. Like, could you be more cliche on like what you're telling somebody? That is hysterical to me. Okay. And not to mention <laughs> your gifts are high enough. I think you would know it before somebody had to tell you that. But like if evil's lurking in your house, see that to me is such a huge sign that somebody has no idea what they're saying. Because number one, the biggest evil you need to be afraid of is the guy that's knocking on your door and coming in, like physical people. That's where a lot of evil lies, first of all. A lot of bad stuff can happen there, a lot of negativity. And second of all, it's usually like just, even if that it was like an area that felt weird to you, it's usually like not like in the corner of your basement or something. It'd be like in a whole, like by your kitchen sink or something. <laughs> That's such a cliche thing to say. Oh my gosh, that was funny, sorry. Um, let's see, we had somebody else wondering, my dog was scared of spirits. Okay, so let's get into the energy right now. Okay, wait a minute, Stacy asked something, sorry. Yes, I'm getting to the energy report. Everybody's been emailing me and messaging me going, what's going on with this energy? Um, my hu my hubby gets some sense and hears talking, but never before we got together. Um, so, no, your husband, Stacy, is absolutely that, that. Okay. So, most likely your husband has had experiences and it was when he was younger as a child or whatever, I could probably interview him in like about two minutes and have him start going, oh yeah, that did have that. Oh yeah, okay, I get that, I remember that. To me, it sounds like he has a natural gift that he's kind of not acknowledging or being aware of. M means that he's had it so long that he doesn't realize it's different. Um, and But being with somebody who's interested in this sort of thing can definitely bring awareness and attention. And when it brings awareness and attention to around a particular subject, when you have a natural ability, and what I mean by that is he's naturally born stronger with a stronger ability than normal people, um, it can kind of click and heighten all of a sudden. It can kind of just be like, somehow it gets on your radar and it's just like, oh yeah. And then all of a sudden it will make his vibration raise and his uh, psychic senses align with his vibration raising and it'll just be like a kickstart. So when something like this happens, that's a very strong indication that he's been a very naturally higher ability person and he doesn't realize he is. So um, anyways, energy. What the heck is going on with the energy right now? It's absolutely crazy. Um, there is a lot of irritability going around with this energy right now. Spirit activity is absolutely off the charts. There is a lot going on spiritual-wise. Um, you're going to be hearing knocking. You're going to be hearing noises. You're going to be uh, having um, energy, feeling really intense energy around you. The issue with this particular energy that we're experiencing is this intense energy almost has an edginess to it. And with it comes kind of um, snippy uh, feelings, like you'll be feeling really good and then all of a sudden you're just ticked off about something. Like that's what I mean by edgy. You're feeling fine, fine, then you're just irritated or you're frustrated or whatever. And so that's been really strange um, and, and not so fun, I guess I would say. Um, so everything's kind of feeling like it's teeter-tottering back and forth. It's causing a lot of people to be super tired um, during, like mentally tired during the daytime, potentially, uh, but having really bad insomnia. 
And so even if you're kind of mentally like, God, I wish I could sleep, you just cannot sleep. Like my sleep app, I don't have it in here, but I should have brought it in here because it's like I no sleep. I, you know, I can sleep if I wanted to. And then your brain, you're like going, I have to sleep. I need to fall asleep. It's like 4.30 in the morning. I have to get up soon. Yeah, that's not happening. So it has some really intense stuff going on with the insomnia. The other thing is anxiety, OMG, off the charts with this energy wave right now. Like it's throwing people into like anybody who's sensitive can just feel this energy just like being like this. So I personally have been practicing on separating myself from this very specific energy wave. And I've very specifically been practicing every single night and every morning before I get up. I've been practicing on concentrating kind of on lowering my heart rate because that helps me to refocus from the anxiety to physical body, which is where your anxiety stent be, creates, right? After you have the, the, so what happens with energy is you feel the energy, right? You feel this energy coming in and then your brain goes, what's happening? And then it goes, oh, I'm definitely getting anxiety. There's something going on. And then your brain says that to your body, right? And then your body starts to manifest physical anxiety symptoms. So if that makes sense. So it comes in from the energy. Your brain is going, oh, yeah, okay, what is this? Oh, yep, that's definitely what it is. Then your body follows because your body does what your brain says. So if you concentrate on breathing, which I don't love to do because I felt like in the past it's never worked for me very well, but I'll tell you with this wave, it's been a godsend. Um, just taking deep breaths. My specific goal is to take deep breaths to kind of bring the heart rate down and definitely exercising, but really bringing that heart rate down, concentrating. And that takes you out of feeling the anxiety around you and then it refocuses your brain from going, oh, it's definitely this that's going on. And, oh, yep, that, this is causing the anxiety. It takes you out of trying to place this anxiety-ridden energy in your life somehow. So that's the problem that we have as empaths have with um, these types of energy waves is when you feel, well, or as empaths in general, right? Because if you feel frustrated energy, if you feel negative energy, if you feel mad energy, as an empath, you your brain starts going, okay, yep, that's happening. Where's this fit into my life? So I, I'm feeling it, so it definitely means it fits somewhere. Where does this belong in my life? What person does this attach to? What situation does this attach to? And then it, it puts a label on it, and then your whole body then begins to react. So your job as an empath, especially during a wave like this, is to get your body to go, or to, to kind of stop the brain-body thing. Go, okay, brain, no, it's not me. No, it's not this person. It's not this situation. It is definitely, sorry, I almost swore. <laughs> and it's definitely energy going on. We need to separate, and we need to stop the body. We need to stop the reaction, so let's calm it down. Let's calm it down. And then what I've been doing with this energy wave is, again, the manifestation energy is still off the charts. It literally is still off the charts. Uh, every thought that goes through my head, something happens to just instantly manifest that. I need to shut that door. Somebody walks by and shuts the door. Oh, I need to take care of X, Y, Z. Somebody walks in and said, hey, I did this for you. It's like just in most random, insane amount of manifestation energy. So the other thing that you should be doing right now is the same thing I've been talking about for, I swear, like a month and a half or two months is yes, things feel rocky. Yes, that you're very, might be edgy, or if you're not edgy, people around you are feeling edgy. Um, there's a lot of anxiety, which you're going to want to place on your own situation in your life, money, jobs. You're going to want to try to place it there because it's going to be the one for some reason, because well, I know exactly why, actually, because the energy that's coming in right now with this 2020 and January, it has a money theme and it has a work theme attached to it. 
house is a little bit there, but it, it definitely has a money work theme. That's how the stars are aligning. That's the energy that's coming in. So we got two different things going on. We have this money work energy coming in, and then we have this, this other disruptive wave that's kind of moving things around. And so in, when they come in and they clash together, it feels like this frustration, this anxiety is attached to the money and the work when they're not, they're actually two different waves. They're two different themes of waves. The disruptive wave is coming, imagine that coming down lower, like more like a wind or something. And imagine this money and this, um, this money and work energy being more like the sun and the clouds. Like it's super sunny and it's sun is pounding on you, but there's this wind coming through. So they're doing two different things, but they can feel like they combine into the same situation. So now's a good time to continue to manifest and continue to uh, be, be positive about your money situation. 2020 is a super good positivity year. There's a lot of good vibes surrounding 2020 astrologically, energetically, and a lot of it will be tied to work and money for a lot of people, meaning a lot of good stuff going on. Um, just, but we will still have way energy wave patterns. So it's hard, I guess, to separate the two sometime, but there's a lot of good stuff going on. Anyways, I, Denise says that explain, explains my recent anxiety attacks, right? Yeah, I know. It's been fun. <laughs> Let me tell you. I think that that is all the questions I have and I have to get to one of my next lessons. I, there was one other question I thought. I'm just scrolling through really quickly because I thought there was one other question that somebody had asked me. Auras. Holly had asked about auras. Um, I have a question about aura pictures. Not sure how common this is in other areas, um, but you go in to have your picture taken with special equipment, see what your aura likes, looks like, um, what color and whatnot. So then they do an interpretation of the um, aura reading of your picture. You know, they do a I actually have had this done several times just because I'm always at fairs and they're always like, hey, let me take your picture, your aura. Uh, so essentially it's, I forget the name of the camera, but there's a special camera that's supposed to pick up energy. Um, yes, I've had it done. As far as does it actually work, I, it seems more like entertainment to me because yes, it's supposed to pick up certain energies. However, the reading parts that you get aren't really necessarily clear. Um, they always will say positive thing, things, but which is good. But it's, it's not like a reading or anything, I guess I would say. It's more like fun entertainment. There absolutely is auras. Um, there are different colors that can be around people's auras. The strength around your aura is, it, it changes. Your aura is also your etheric body, and that is something that we are working a lot on in the Empath, Empowered Empath course. We are working a lot on strengthening your aura, strength, strengthening your etheric, bot, etheric body, the energy that it holds, um, that sort of thing. You compile you, energy, you know, of all the energy you're picking up that day, you create your aura with that and you create it with, you know, some other things as well. So your aura is an absolute thing, but, um, curly and photography. Yes, that's what it is. Cause somebody had posted that. Um, so it's, it can be a fun thing. I guess I feel like you're probably not going to get a little, a lot of information out of there. Um, and I think I answered Lori's about a past life dream. And then, yeah, I think that that's pretty much it. I may have had one other question, but I can't seem to find it. And then Nancy said, my son has been experiencing a lot of this. All three children are fearful of things going on in the house. I try to tell them not to be um, frightened. My son has also claimed that his sister's plastic bike was picked up and moved on its own while he's playing in the back. Uh, the look on his face, he was so confused. The cat also ended up back in the laundry after I put him out earlier that day. So lots happening. Yes, lots of happening. Pets are freaked out. 
Um, and I've heard my grandbabies, I swear I've heard them in the last few days tell me more things were spooky. Ooh, spooky, Lala, spooky. <laughs> so it's so funny. But um, I also, uh, one of my grandsons had asked about Papa Pat being around too again, which is my grandpa who's passed over, who he's never met. So they don't get scared of actually spirits. They get scared of other weird things, which is funny. But yes, my puppy is completely flipped out, barking at everything weird. Like I certainly scared of the dark. I definitely sensing spirits. Animals will sense spirits big time right about now. So anyways, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed this uh, live chat, kind of went on a tangent a little bit about the code of ethics. I feel very passionate about that because I really feel as I'm teaching people, I want the healing vibe to be positive and I want people's experiences with you to be positive and I don't see any other reason for it not to be so um, I hope that you understood what I was saying there and right out this wave We're gonna be experiencing a lot of kind of hiccupy energy and through I believe the 22nd What is today? Oh, wow, that's gonna be another eight days guys hold on for eight more days <laughs> and um, If you if I miss some questions go ahead and post them below I'll be in and out checking on you guys and I will stop by soon because I did create the binder that I want to show you guys who took the empath class and I want to show you what I'd like you guys to do with that binder um, and in creating your own binder and I might put some links up for you on what I used because I'm loving how this I I thank you so much for the comments on the lifestyle plan class I feel it's working so well I'm even I've talked to people about this there are so many things that I use in this lifestyle plan class. So I love hearing your experiences and it is such a huge compliment to the Empowered Empath course. So if you've taken the course and you did the bundle, don't forget to start the lifestyle plan part because it's, I really need to get some of you guys who've been uh, doing that lifestyle plan thing now. We really need to have some group meetups, I think, and go over that because everybody's been so excited about it. So. Um, it's awesome. All right. Love to you all. Have the most amazing night. And until next time, aloha. Bye.